0: up and welcome to the grown woman podcast
1: i am brie and i'm chelsea and this podcast is all about navigating the intersectionality of black female adulthood
0: so sit back grab a drink and join us as we discuss the treasure and the trash of being grown black women in these streets
1: we're opening up each episode with cocktails and conversations where we mix up a drink of choice and dive into the episode's main topic. But before we open today's topic, we want to take a moment to honor the life of King T'Challa, Chadwick Bozeman, who passed this weekend. He spent the height of his career telling Black stories, honoring the culture until the day that he died. And we just want to honor him and thank him for what he did for the culture, even as he silently experienced
0: Terminal
1: illness. Um, today we are joined by two amazing grown Black women, Saronica and Kanisha, who are Woo-hoo! upcoming co-hosts of the podcast Tea with Mimosas. So they're going to join us for a little conversation about Friendship.
0: So we're saying a big welcome to our show, to Saronica and Kanisha today. We just want you guys to introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about what you do, where you're from. Give us a cocktail, the new podcast. So Saronica, you're up.
2: Hello, ladies. Thank you so much for inviting us and allowing us this great opportunity to be on your awesome podcast. I am Saronica. I live in Houston, Texas. I grew up in Dallas, grew up in Oak Cliff. That's my hood. Um, After graduating from um, high school in Dallas, I went on to the University of Oklahoma. Now I live in Houston with my husband and four boys.
1: Four boys, that's a lot of fun she said yes. I, I, grew, up, I grew up with five out? older brothers so I can only imagine
2: oh, uh, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. So we're, a, we're a blended family I have two and I have two bonus children they are actually at Langston University uh, oh, Oklahoma now. Yeah, I, know, I don't know how we all ended up going to Oklahoma and my brother goes to OSU as well but um, so my cocktail is uh, just a classic mimosa but with um, orange juice and Moscato Oste, Um She fancy. <laughs> oh! Real fancy, right? She she fan. on that's, that's Kroger Top Shelf. Okay. <laughs> that's <mine>.
3: on. It's <laughs> <busy>. <laughs> I'm going to have to
1: try that. I'm going to have to try that. That's boozy.
2: It's the way oh. she pronounced it. That's de- <laughs> Desante. <laughs>
1: mm.
2: oh, also, in honor of T'Challa, I'm wearing my Black Panther T-shirt. Yes, oh. Wakanda forever. Exactly. And celebrating Fred Hampton's birthday today.
0: Okay, hey, Fred. Oh. When the city, mm, mm. ain't that the time? It's <laughs> a <laughs> yeah, Y'all just going to leave me out here in the street. That's fine. <laughs> hey, hey, you don't want to start humming first. So, you know, don't you know
3: what to do with that. <laughs>
1: OK, Kenesha, why don't you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Sure. Um, I'm
3: Kenesha. I am a 30-something Black woman. Um, and I'm, I'm living in Memphis, Tennessee. I just moved to Memphis about a year ago. Um, and I'm originally from Dallas, Texas, just like Sharonica. Um uh, from Oak Cliff. OK, once again, also went to an HBCU, uh, Jackson State, the Jackson State University, the I love shout out to Jackson, Mississippi. Um, but again, 30 something black woman um, in corporate America trying to navigate these corporate streets while keeping my pro-blackness at the forefront of these conversations, especially today. Um while uh, wishing a Karen would, uh, keeping it real cute <laughs> and keeping uh, the meanest smoky side eye that I can conjure up every time, you know, someone tries to test my space. Yeah. So that's me. Currently today I'm drinking um, tea. I do not drink alcohol. So what you get is uh, sober. OK, so today yes, Yogi Roasted Dandelion Spice Detox Tea, um, especially with all that's going on. We're having to stay in the house. Uh, Right now, we're having these two tropical storms, hurricanes coming through, holding hands, honey, just all this destruction. There's no sun out here. So, we need to get some detox tea in our life. So, that's what I'm currently doing today.
0: 2020 you are is wow mood.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Look, 2020 has come out here and showed all of her drugs. <laughs> she says
0: smoky A side eye. Side eye. And I what you it. get is sober. I aspire to be. She you said oh, you
1: don't want I that do smoke. <laughs> I
0: am in quarantine
2: with children trying to work and do virtual school. You will get this mimosa every day. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, we're going to need some alcohol in this cup, okay? I've been waiting or- for
3: the
1: clock. I've been looking at the clock after work like, where? Well, oh, Me too? What clock? Clock? what clock, girl? You see, what you've clock?
0: Already- right, no, what clock?
1: you don't even know. You've already seen my thermos that holds a whole warm bottle that gets poured right next to the coffee and the day goes on you don't know it's five o'clock somewhere you don't know what's in
3: that thermos okay it could be cocoa it could be
1: cocoa. It. nobody knows it's nobody knows but me and god hallelujah hallelujah okay <laughs> absolutely all right so Kanisha, why don't you tell us a little more about your upcoming podcast tea with mimosas Well, yeah,
3: so um, I am Kenesha. I am one of the uh, co-podcasters of Tea with Mimosa. Uh, It's really going to be a a wonderful just conversation about love, life, and relationships, just really from the perspective of two Black women. What we're really calling this podcast is Brunch for the Soul, Uh, really a table of your closest friends sharing intimate details of our lives. You know, sometimes we're saying the tea is sweet, you know, occasionally it's piping hot, but the tea is always nurturing. You know, we're coming from, like I said, the perspective of black women and you know black women we always uh, give a little shade with a little hug so that's that's what we're going to be doing on this podcast absolutely so the
2: branch is going to be out honey honey right <laughs> yeah and, and it's so it's, it's so interesting Nisha and I were talking about this before we joined your podcast we, we really are polar opposites so Nisha and I are cousins we grew up together she went to an HBCU I went to a white university. She's single. I've been married 14 years. So we both bring right. We both bring (laughs) an interesting perspective to this podcast. So we're excited. Absolutely.
1: I love that. And I just know y'all are gonna reach so many different women from different lifestyles. And that's amazing. So we are lucky to have you on the show. We're hoping to. We're hoping to.
0: And speaking of friendships, this week we are talking about girlfriends and curl friends that is the importance of having friends you can just let your hair down with um so we'll start by asking uh, our guests the very first question do you guys have different friend groups either of you can go first well let me go um
3: Of course we have different friend groups. I think every uh, Black woman in America (laughs) anywhere will tell you there's a a few friends that we keep away from one another uh, for various reasons, right? And, um, you know, although we would like to see representation in our friendships, meaning that we would like to see ourselves kind of staring back at us, talking back to us, you know, when we have conversations with our friends, Um, if we do not have friends who are, quite different from us, then we're going to stymie our own growth, right? We won't necessarily grow into who we could potentially be. So um, while it's great to have, you know, your friends who are absolutely just like you, uh, my friends who, who would, you know, be very much corporate ratchet, who knows uh, every, you um, who knows every uh, boardroom conversation, but also who knows all of Lil Wayne's lyrics from every CD he has ever produced. Um, it's also...
1: Yes. <laughs> Can <laughs> I just say, I'm- I am now adding that to every bio. <laughs> corporate ratchet. Like, Let- Cor- yes, corporate ratchet. ratchet. Yes. <laughs> yes. You know? <laughs> yeah,
3: like, I, that's, that's me. Like, I go to the office bumping, you know, some some trap music, you know, every day. Do you, every do day you like I'm me? Going. Because,
0: like, I feel like when I drive into work, it'd be so. Loud. and then I get in the parking lot I'm like doop, 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 turn All that right. sucker down let's you get, let's get, right. Exactly.
2: And, let's get and, right for the day and what's interesting is the switch from gospel to trap I
0: do like right. quickly,
1: quickly. Oh, yeah, you're in from the car an to to yes. indie to trap to country. Like you don't know what you're gonna get when my iPod goes on shuffle, honey.
0: Exactly. Because, You know, sometimes your mama can't be in the car with you because uh, so you can't. Know. I forget to. You know, sometimes you know you stop your car in the middle of a ratchet song. Your mama get in and she like, now what's going <laughs> what on? What are you I'm, listening flip to? Jesus, flip it to Jesus real fast. You know, <laughs> right? But so if you didn't have these um. If you
3: didn't have these friends, you wouldn't necessarily have um, the eclectic taste, you know, that we have in, in music, in dining, in conversation. You know, like I said, we all need to grow. And uh, I was always told that if you're the smartest one in your friend group, then you're in the wrong friend group. So I also oh, that's have good. people who are wow, I like that. I. Yeah,
1: absolutely. OK, Bree, what about you?
0: I mean, I agree wholeheartedly. I feel like you have your work friends, your friends' friends, and your associates. I feel like everybody you know, has that. I think that it's very important to get different perspectives uh, on different topics. And I feel like if you stick within your inner circle, you will never have you know, the experiences or advice from someone outside of that who doesn't really know you. And it could be better than the advice that you have with your close friends. You know what I mean? So yeah, I agree with everything Nisha said. So what about you? Um, Yeah, I think I
1: learned this from a very early age. Um, I've always (laughs) walked to the beat of my own drum. Um, But I was the athlete that was friends with everybody. So our cafeteria was legitimately like in Mean Girls. There were the cool Asians. There were the geeky Asians. There was the nerd table of everybody playing Pokemon. There were the jocks. There was the cheerleaders. There's drama. Like that's how our cafeteria was split. And I could have easily sat at, at least half of those tables because oh, I had table. friendships. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> quick, fast, and in a hurry. <laughs> I'm trying to teach my husband right now how to play Pokemon cards. Anyway, so yeah, like I was in theater, so I had friends in theater. I was in choir, I had friends in choir. I was a basketball player, so I knew all of the athletes. Um, some of my best friends were drum majors, so I knew people in band. So that transferred to adulthood where it was like everywhere I went, I everywhere I go, I collect new friends. Yeah. Um, And it's funny because everyone always thinks I'm an extrovert, but I'm very much an ambivert. Um, But I used to be an introvert, but um, I've gotten to the point where it's just like I see the value in having friendships outside of my own perspective. And I very much have those, okay, these are my church friends. These are my friends that when life gets tough, I need to go buy some wine and sit on their couch and just exist without needing to explain why I'm frustrated. Um, So there are definitely different firm groups for the various needs that life throws at me.
3: Are you one of these um, people who feel like they never meet a stranger?
1: Yes, that is me. I can talk to a wall and the wall will be my friend. I will make sure that wall loves me by the time we're done talking. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But yes, I don't mean a stranger. And I think um, I proudly can say I, I learned that from my grandfather. Um, he passed a couple years ago and someone said something like that at his funeral. Um, and I hadn't realized that until that was said. And that was my model, um, one of my models of how to treat people. And definitely that's how I am. I'm like, you're gonna get the same Chelsea um, no matter where you go. Where I go, I'm going to be trying to be friends with everybody, which is why my husband don't like me going nowhere.
0: (laughs) (laughs)
2: He's like, he's just being too friendly, Jesus. Right. And I think that takes maturity. Like, I don't think growing up, like I, I'm the same way, Chelsea. I don't think growing up, I knew that, you know, I, I could always meet a stranger and talk to folks and build relationships. But I think over the years, as you all said, you develop these different relationships and different friend groups and you know that you can talk to this person about this and you know that... Um, the person that you're sharing this information with, you know, won't necessarily tell you what you want to hear. Um, you know, you, you definitely want those folks in your life, but you want someone that will, um, you know, give you just some honest advice without judgment, of course. Um, and I think that's important too, but I do think that takes maturity to understand that that's uh, what you've developed over this time absolutely
1: and kind of to what bree said there's friendships where they are my acquaintance and mm-hmm. I don't there I will not talk about certain things around them um but you know I'm still cordial I'm we're still you know quote unquote friends or acquaintances or whatever um but I don't think they would ever get past a certain intimate boundary but I think that's necessary um because unfortunately you can't trust everybody yeah um, but that's one thing that our next question is actually, does your level of intimacy differ from one friend group to another?
2: It definitely, there are levels of intimacy. I'm gonna I'm gonna give an example. Um, you know, with acquaintances, you know, with the, the the election of our current occupant of the White House, I think some acquaintances, the night after that election happened, I felt betrayed. But should I have felt betrayed because they were just acquaintances? You know, so yeah, there are different intimate, um, different different levels of intimacy within these groups. Yeah, for sure. You know, I think Soranca, you bring up a good point because I was going to ask you and
3: Chesley, um, Chelsea, sorry, um, that that question, right? Like because you guys are one of you know, a few people who I know (laughs) who would just be like, I don't meet a stranger um, because you don't necessarily meet strangers and you, you kind of almost wear your friendship hard on your sleeve. Do, do you open yourself up for disappointment when people don't necessarily kind of reciprocate that, that same level of intimacy and, and uh, just level of bonding that you guys have with other people. Cause I could I could never. Okay. Absolutely. Not, yeah.
1: Absolutely. And for me, I am so I'm an Enneagram two with a wing of a three. Um so I don't know. That. Okay. To I was gonna say I don't know how much you know about Enneagrams. I was like but Enneagrams two <laughs> the twos are the helpers. Um we want to help everybody we want to you know, um, bring everybody together and see everybody be their best best selves, right? Um, I'm also a Hufflepuff, which I definitely believe a lot of Hufflepuffs are twos. But anyway, um, (laughs) this is my nerd coming out. I told you I can sit at the nerd table. hear me, I don't... Um,
3: (laughs) It's from Harry
1: I Potter, y'all put in the in the podcast notes uh the link
0: to yes. where we can get personal. Yeah, just go
1: So uh Hubble Puff <laughs> is from Harry Potter. Um, but The Hufflepuff house is known to be as like the helpers. They are the friends. They are the ones at the help table to bring to me whatever it is that you need. If I don't know it, I will find it. I will bend over backwards. I will work until midnight to help you regardless of my own mental and physical well-being. Um, So that is both a blessing and a curse, especially when I am the type of person who wants to know and be friends with everybody. Um, And one good thing about 2020 is I have been learning how to make boundaries and say no. But yes, it's hard because it's like, I'm a people pleaser. And when I meet new people or if I know so many people or have so many friends, I'm constantly being asked because people know Chelsea will always be willing to help me. And yeah. so they come to me for those things. And that fills my cup because I feel like I'm being helpful. Um, but also if it gets to be too much, it could be detrimental for my own health. So it's, it's, it's a blessing and a curse. I mean, it's, it's all about boundaries. And that's one thing that I am learning as I get older is to have boundaries and to be better at saying no um, and not feel guilty, which <laughs> oh, is <laughs> something know. I'm constantly working on
3: call me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we'll work, first we'll work on no.
2: And then we'll work on hell. No. Okay. And, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. She will. Trust me. I am and proof and she will.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm the same way. I feel like I'm such an extrovert. I love meeting people and I love having conversations with different people. And I feel like I'm just like a truth teller. I, and I love stories. So I love when, I get a chance to open up to people and people get to open up to me. So as far as intimacy goes, like, if you ask me a question, I'm going to answer it all day. Do you know what I mean? So like, even if you're a stranger, even if I just met you, I've I've known you for 10 minutes and I can tell you something that honestly, I not many people know. That's just the type of person that I am. And that opens you up for uh, disappointment. I feel like when you start opening up to people who don't really know you, because um, I'm a big person. I mean, like I wear my heart on my sleeve all day. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, Chelsea, I will help you anything that you need. Um, I knew a girl for less than a month and let her stay in my house. Do You know what I mean? Like, I'm just like a big, big <laughs> See, helper. <that's laughs> where I don't think I can
1: <laughs> do <laughs> <laughs> But
0: really like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I just I just reach for people. Um, and so I think that's an, an on the note of saying no, I think I've learned over the last couple of years, yes, I need to say no more. Um, but it's still very, very hard for me. And I'm in my thirties. Like it's just mm. one of those things that I'll I'll continuously learn the older I get. So Right. Maybe I think it took me. Water, I mean, cause like, I don't, why am I the only different one here?
3: I, Jesus.
1: I'm sorry. I think it really took me getting married to start putting some boundaries because it was like, okay, Chelsea, you can't just be out here in these streets doing everything for everybody. Like, you have a right. whole human being in your home. And you just
0: can't tell anybody anything. <laughs> right, like I've learned right. And I just... That's a very hard way. Brianna, you yeah. have told like, everybody. <laughs> this, open up that's your what own. I'm saying. I feel like exactly. I've told people my business and these people... I don't know these people today. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just... <laughs> well, it's, yeah. yeah. Don't let alcohol well, get involved, been too. That has because so it's like,
1: like... I will... When I was single or living by myself... It was very much my doors wide open. Stop by whenever you need to. And now I'm like, oh, well, you can't I can't have girls night at the house because our house is too small and we can't be sitting up till two o'clock in the morning because he got to go to work in the morning. And I have to like consider someone else, which I've never done before. Um, So that has also led me to do other like at the beginning of this year, I was like, okay, I'm getting married in March. What are the things that I am involved in that are not necessary and take away from my time with my husband? And I had to be really um, strategic and and intentional about saying yes or no. So COVID has been good for me to be like, I'm not involved in anything. And so now when the world opens back up, what are those things that I won't be picking back up? Um, So this has come at a good time for me to reevaluate. We reevaluate a lot of things, um, but it's always going to be a learning curve, I think, for me,
3: right? You know, so you know, kind of getting back to the question on the topic of intimacy, as well as to clearly separate myself from you guys, like, I, clearly, I'm the monster of this whole
1: podcast here. Uh, <laughs> you're know, you not a monster, you're just different. Different doesn't mean wrong. What what is the Harry Potter character that I am, um, <laughs> Chelsea? I'm not you sure. tell me I would later. Love I'm <laughs> thinking. I'm like, hmm. I think you would either be Slytherin or. Um, Gryffindor, but I don't know you well enough. But so far, based off of the qualities that you have shared, I would say Slytherin or Gryffindor. I have I never would. seen a Harry Pot- Potter movie. We're and gonna have girls' there. night one today and or seven <laughs> days, so you can watch all seven movies with me because oh, right. my dogs watch Harry Potter all day long and oh, I work. Like, right. Just put that. Like, Harry <laughs> like <laughs> Yes, yeah. you are. You all. me sit back. I have. I mean, I've
3: seen them no, all.
0: But I'm not as big of a fan as Chelsea.
1: Yeah, I am blurred blah. and I will do all the blurry things. Chelsea is deep in these Harry Potter streets, honey. Oh yes, honey. Um,
3: But so like, yeah, so about intimacy, like much like you, Brianna, like I I consider myself an extrovert. You know, like my best friend will tell me that I because I tell her I'm an introvert. She was like, really, you're just an introvert in denial Uh, because I do like I like people. Um, I like going out and meeting people. I like having conversations with people. But I don't have to talk to you again after that day, to be quite honest. Like if I meet you at an event and we have a, a great conversation, that was a great conversation for that event. And we don't I don't necessarily have to bring you home. OK, like, you know, and, and I feel you, though. It. Yeah. 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 And I'm good with that. You know, uh, we can you know, if I see you somewhere else out, you know, I'll remember your face. I may not remember your name, but, you know, we'll we'll strike up another conversation. But um, I can't get into and i think it's because i can't get into that level of intimacy and detail with with people who haven't had some sort of level Buy of intimacy in and detail hour. with me and i think that's the buy-in for me right like if yeah. you if we can't necessarily share our uh darkest secrets somewhat you know what i'm saying if we can't have moments where um other people outside of our life won't share these moments, then I can't necessarily open my all to you. And that's the level of intimacy that I like to share with only a certain group of friends, right? Because I can't be forever heartbroken and tied down and pulled and tug and depleted like Chelsea you you're talking about like how it fills your cup when you know you help people and you know I, I'm the same way I love to help people I'm a part of a lot of different organizations and we go out and help our community I love giving back um, you know I look for when I go to work and look for these corporations who I work for or that I work for I make sure that their level of involvement in the community matches mine right because I want to also be able to give back through you as well and um, and that fills my cup however when people are constantly taking that's depleting me Right. And and that's something like, you know, you got to kind of keep yourself energized and built up. And I can't always keep rebuilding myself like that after so many
0: people I've opened myself up to. Or are Yeah. To. And I think that's yeah. the hardest lesson that I had to learn, especially like getting older and into my late 20s is when I started to realize that. Like I'm I'm giving too much of myself to the people that don't deserve to get yeah. this much of me. And I think that's what was hard for me to learn. And it wasn't until, like you said, like you get your heart broken by people you get, you know, you realize people don't do for you what you do for them. Everybody doesn't love in the same way either. So I think it took that to make me realize that, hey, Bri, you got to learn how to say no to people like you have to learn how to like stand in your ground and not people please as much. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I'm with you on that for sure.
3: Yeah, stop taking, stop bringing people home, Brianna. Okay, I know. <laughs> no, no more bringing people home.
0: I, Look, I knew I'm her like, for more than a month. I knew her for a few months, <laughs> and she was sweet, and she needed help. And Chelsea, you know who it is. Like I helped I her. I know, but it was girl, fine. And, and and she's fine to this day. <laughs> but, like, but that was the I one leave. and only time because it did stress myself a little bit. But yeah. you know, she's great.
3: Yeah, but Lauren Hill taught us a word and that's reciprocity. And if we can't yes. that, you know,
1: if we can't get that reciprocity from... Oh my gosh. Ashley. I thought she was going to say call Tyrone, but sure. <laughs> no, no <laughs> Hill, girl. Oh, you said Lauren Hill. I'm sorry.
3: So Lauren Hill absolutely taught us about reciprocity. And if we can't uh, get back what we give to people, then we just shouldn't be giving it out. Right. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And and that's something that, you know, like Saronica said, with maturity, you kind of, get to a point where you kind of have to realize that and you have to kind of, and that's what a lot of our relationships, right? Like with our, with our girlfriends and our girlfriends, but our boyfriends and our husbands, you know what I'm saying? We, we get to that point, like, you know, Seronica did mention I'm single. She put my business out there y'all, but (laughs) so Jeez. all these strangers, yeah, right. Sure. All these strangers.
1: I don't even know. We don't have a bio picture. Of it, uh, <laughs> Get the gun. In case somebody want to slide in the moon. <laughs> right. Call <laughs> me. Call me. Uh, but yeah.
3: So, you know, and we have to just kind of recognize. Uh, yeah, there should be. We should categorize our friends, unfortunately. You know, they should know their yeah. category, but we have to like we have to put people in a certain box. Um
2: And they're categorizing us. Yeah. I mean, you don't you don't openly talk about it. It just kind of happens. Yeah. Yeah. I Mm -hmm. think
1: that's just like the way the human mind works. Like we put everything. That's where prejudice comes from. Because our brain has to put people in boxes and things in boxes to be able to 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 think about how to uh, interact with them absolutely so so that's where it's like it's healthy yes it's healthy to have those different types of friendships um because you know what to expect and when you don't that's where you get hurt because I'm over here expecting my acquaintance to be like my best friend and that's where I messed up
0: yep work right That's, that's what it is Okay, so we're going to move on to our last question. Uh, Kanisha, I'm coming to you first. How important is it to you to have friends with similar cultural backgrounds? Oh, please. It's, uh,
3: I think it's the most important thing, especially now that the world is going to trash. I need someone who I can absolutely talk about these things with. I need someone who understands and we have these shared experiences, not necessarily that we always have to agree on on, you know, the way things look and the way things are going, uh, but that we actually have some sort of ancestral common ground to where we can get to a place where, you know, where we're OK with either agreeing or disagreeing. Also, and I'm sure Saronica will um, kind of really expand on this I don't feel like having to tell you every day uh, how I feel because you can't necessarily get it because yes. you don't have this, you know, this connection um, with who I am as a person and my black preach. experience, I don't want to tell you every day. I That's don't want to, I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to have to navigate this thing for you when you can just kind of navigate it for yourself. Again, this is depleting behavior and I'm just all for protecting my energy these days. And I just don't have the type of time to uh, to tell you what book to read, what podcast to listen to. What you better come on, watch, you know, what preacher to listen to, what black church corner you need to go to and get some prayer for your soul. I don't have it. How your
2: wait, wait, wait. No. How your hair gets Church cloudy class. like that, right? Right? <laughs> I don't have it. So if that. I wasn't sitting on a closet floor, I would
1: be in here shouting. Shout. <laughs> you better. I need, right. I need my black
3: girlfriends and my and my black men to really just have these conversations because it feeds the soul. And um, if I can't get my soul fed at this time because I don't have friends um who look like me, then that means I'm you know I'm just kind of lost in this space and I I just I can't be there not right now not when police are killing black men and we are missing some black women and police are coming in shooting up you know black homes like you know we I need to be able to speak to someone who looks like me like I said who has these shared experiences and backgrounds who can relate and who I don't have to kind of explain this to. Cause I'm, um, I don't have the time for that. 2020 has really taken me out with the whole explaining bit, um, So I'm done with that. I can't do it. And then yeah. I don't drink. And then I don't drink.
2: Right. Ooh. And then you don't drink. Yeah. Oh, that'll drive you to it. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Come on now. Yeah. No, I think that's a, that's a that's a great um way to put that Nisha and I think that that even go that even expounds on why our friend groups are segmented because, you know, it 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 yeah. is depleting to have to always explain, how did your hair get so curly? How does oh house so big? Can I Water, to water sit? bitch. Right, right, right. And, and, I, yeah, and, and it doesn't it, it doesn't necessarily like it's I don't know. It doesn't necessarily bother me all the time, but you don't want to have to explain it every single time so i think that the folks that are in our friend groups that don't look like us have to respect those boundaries especially right now as nisha said because what's happening right now
0: say it for the people in the back respect <laughs> respect that i don't want to discuss these things with right you. Right, amen. right. I, I oh, had to tell Google somebody
1: is receiving. readily available.
0: Google, Google is really right there. Has always been your friend.
3: I just don't know. Yeah, just like, I don't even know who Google is today. Yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. you don't even, Google you Google even Google gotta to type
2: it. You can ask yeah. them out loud, out loud. Yeah, amen. Yeah, yeah. amen. Yeah, and and you know what? To be honest, the groups that are outside of your cultural background, when they do respect those boundaries, they can be closer to you, and hopefully, mm-hmm. right. Exactly. Yep, yep, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Hopefully they'll understand that, yeah.
1: Yeah. So what what do you guys think? Chelsea? I um yes it is so important and it's so funny so I am married to a white man and he has noticed my friend groups and he has noticed I have a specific group of black female friends and so he's like every time I'm like oh I'm having girls night and he's like is it with your mixed group of friends or your black friends I was like oh no this is this is black girls night like we need we need some black folk night right Um, so I'm like look at you you figured it out but also like that's that's what I need sometimes Times. And I even had this conversation with one of our friends, Laura, uh, on Friday. I text her because we've been trying to figure out a girl's night soon. Um, and I was texting her and she was like, honestly, or she responded to my Instagram post. Um, I, I posted something on Instagram and then just said, your black friends are tired. Um, and she responded, she was like this for real, like I need to be around my black friends right now. And so I just told her, Hey, I'm downtown co-working, come co-work with me today. You can get a free work day pass or whatever. So she just came and we just worked together and we were able to just talk about our frustrations and being able to do that without having to explain where the frustrations come from. Is a whole different experience. And like, as much as I love my husband and as much as he's been a champion for me, especially in this time, there will only be so much that he can understand. Yeah. And there will always there's always some elements where he's like, well, I don't get it. Like, I don't see. What do you mean? Explain that to me. And as much as I love him, I want to drop him in the face because it's like. No, not in my own home, like in my own home. I don't want to have to do that. So Mm -hmm. it's very frustrating sometimes um, to always be in a place where I have to uh, educate. And so it is necessary for me to have those friends that I can go to and truly just exist in those feelings and just share how I'm feeling without someone trying to fix it without someone asking me why or trying to analyze the situation from all different perspectives yeah or just to say yeah, I feel that too like yeah. that simple sentence lets you get rid of some of that weight um so it's definitely important and even not just in the trauma, but in in the happiness like in right. the in the yeah. winds for the culture. Yes, in oh the winds. Course. But wow. even like when I'm doing, when i when my twist out is bomb. Exactly. And they see that like, girl, what did I'm, you do on your hair? You. I'm like, texting you. i know, you.
0: Right, like, I hit that little, picture today, like the
1: little
0: twist out day Very looking, right? Right. Like,
2: I've been looking yeah. at Seronica the whole time. Like, I wonder what she's doing her hair. I will share. I will share. I can I, No, it's so interesting. Anisha and I had this conversation right after, um, the, you know, the tragic murder of George Floyd, and you know, I was like, I don't want to talk about racism. <laughs> Order me some Chipotle today. Like, just right. call me and ask me what I want on my burrito But You know what I right. mean? Just something as simple as, um, you know, I, I have to live this. That There's that lived experience that we bring with that. But, like, I just want a burrito bowl today. And, it's like we,
0: and we've been living it, like, basically uh-huh. our whole lives. And right. welcome, yeah. you know, non-people of color to the 21st century right. that you just realize that racism exists. It's you know what lot. I mean? So it's, right. it's one of those and things, it's things right. where it's like, we've been talking about this and we've experienced this and just because you're new to this we've been true to this and we don't have to talk about it with you
1: right and that's my black friends are the only ones that I can continue my life with without having to talk about it yeah right because it ain't nothing new right and so it's like it's almost like my non-black friends are the ones that want to talk about it because it's the hot topic right now Mm -hmm. and I'm like I just want to be because it's trending. It's because it's trending. Right. And so it's right. very interesting that it's like when I'm in a black space, it's not the main topic of conversation because unfortunately, oh. that's been our existence. And so it's very telling yeah. when I'm in a white space versus when I'm in a black space because of that reason. I can just be.
3: Yeah. But, you know, that brings up a good point. I I just wanted to ask you this question, Chelsea, Uh, now that you have, you know, revealed to probably some of the listeners who didn't know that you were in a a marriage with uh, you're an interracial marriage. Right. Uh, Right now. Um, You know, and you said you want to drop kick your husband in the face. I'm sure she doesn't mean it. But, uh, (laughs) you know, and, and, you know, we talk about how, you know, we have to continue to to educate and uh, always kind of say the same thing over and over. It gets tiring. But because you're in this relationship and this very intimate space, I guess the question becomes, do you. Re educate your husband every time this happens, every time Absolutely there's a on, or do you leave him <laughs> behind? You know, or do, you know, yeah. because it's, I, I would it's
0: think that you battle. want
3: battle that conversation with him yeah. one day for you not to be just
1: struggling with
0: uh, exactly re educating him.
3: Yeah.
1: So we've had, and, and you know, we've had many conversations as we have to, <laughs> or yeah. else we would not be married. Um, but it's definitely a he has to check my energy. And yeah. he has to know that I'm coming from a place that I'm able to talk about it. Yeah. So um, when things are heightened and when I'm overwhelmed, I'm, and then he asks me a question. That's when I'm liable to pop off. Um, and he's a he's a good man <laughs> because, honey, I got an attitude. <laughs> um, but and there are times where I have to just say I can't, I can't right now go watch this, go listen to this, go try to understand it from somebody else. And when I'm ready to talk, we can talk. Um, So there has been, yes, there have been times where I'm screaming my head and crying and just frustrated because why don't you understand, you know? And it's, it's, it's emotional for me, whereas for him, it's like almost academic where he's trying to learn from a like the detached space. And so it's it gets frustrating, so I have to place myself in in an area where I don't get mad at him for not experiencing this trauma over generations, you know? Um so it's definitely we both have to have grace for each other. Yeah. And I have to have grace for myself to know when I'm available to have those conversations with him. Yeah. Um so yeah it's 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 touch and go sometimes and sometimes it's quiet and it's like hey like I texted him a few days ago and he was like hey or how are you feeling because he saw something on my Facebook or Instagram or something he was like what's up and I was just like I'm tired today and I was like I just I don't have any fight in me today And he was just like, you know, take some time, like go do something that makes you happy. We got he got home. We went to Target and walked around because that's my happy place. Um, (laughs) But yeah, those are like the things. (laughs) But those are the things where it's important. Like it is not. I don't expect it to be anything where he's perfect or I'm perfect, but just having that, Hey, we need to be able to have these conversations, especially if we're trying to bring some children into this world. Um, and before they even come, we need to prepare for how to deal with that. Um, so it's a lot and it's very much, and then bringing in his indigenous background is another part of it. Cause he's like, well, yeah, but what you, what you think I feel like seeing them act a the fool on my land, you know? So it's like bringing in all of those things because sometimes I have to check myself because I see him as a white man and he's like, chill out. Like, I'm not completely white. I am indigenous as well. And so I feel these things as well. Um, so those are the things that it's it's for both of us. We have those touch points but we have grace as well. And that's important. And I think COVID has made us have much more grace now than we would have if we had started our marriage outside of COVID. I was um, about so to say that. So we are very lucky to be newlyweds in a space where COVID is forcing us to have more grace for each other.
2: Yeah, I kind of feel the same way, even after being married. I'm young, but I've been married 14 years. Um <laughs> Um, I think COVID has definitely brought us closer. So my husband was considered essential. So he has not been at home. I've been at home because I work in nonprofit. And so having that grace. Exactly the same. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Having that grace with each other is important. You know, you know, it's something as simple as you, as you said, Chelsea, just a text. How are you feeling today? What do you want to eat? Can I pick it up on my way home? Just something as simple as that. Yeah, it goes a long way, especially right now. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because I, I think I told him last week, I said, I don't want to make any dinner decisions right. the rest
2: Nisha. of this. week. I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't. I just I don't care. Yep. Let's <laughs> have this conversation. Literally. I was like, I'm not cooking anything today. He has Look to be like, you
0: know what? We're single. You know, we don't have to worry about. <laughs> these things if I eat I'll eat if I eat I'll eat you know if if it's a PB&J it's a PB&J you know what I'm saying
3: whatever I want in the refrigerator if that's what I want (laughs) I'll drink this tea and go to bed if that's all I don't have to run these decisions
1: by anybody okay exactly I texted somebody last week and I was like this man
2: really wants to eat three times a day like every day like what is that Selfish. <laughs> I have three <laughs> other humans, not just this man.
1: Oh, girl, I don't even know how you. Ooh.
2: <laughs> I'm going to send you some Uber Eats money.
1: You know exactly. That's really what we should be sending her. <laughs> right. or, or credits or something. Jesus. Bri, um have you answered this question yet?
0: I have I not. think you have. Go ahead. Um, I think for me, It's one of the most important things in my life because I grew up, I was born in a predominantly white town and I grew up in a predominantly white town. So I think I really struggled with my identity, not having people of the same cultural backgrounds as me. Um, The town that I was born in, you know, I had black family. You know, me and my cousins were all around the same age. So I had them by my side to run around town with to to relate to to bounce ideas off of to have fun with to run the town with but when i was 10 we moved to a predominantly white city and then i became that one black person in class in every class mm. and i really struggled with who I was as a person, because I was trying to fit into their world. I was trying to dress like them, trying to have my hair straight. I didn't know who to talk to about certain things. I'm trying to, you know, be in a white space. Right. And it wasn't until I got older, I think I was in high school and I started developing relationships with more black people. And I don't want to get on the subject of colorism, but like sometimes people would be like, since I grew up in a, in a white space, I was too white for black people and I hate to say that but like that happened to me growing up and so I think you know when I got into high school and got friends who were of the same cultural background and I started having different conversations and relating to them and really starting to be myself is when I became really comfortable and now my closest friends to this day are predominantly black I mean, a couple of my friend, my best friends are white, but um, I think it's very important to have, you know, people who look like you, because like you said, like you can just be yourself. And for a long time, I couldn't be myself for half my life. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, that's why it's.
1: But also, well, like, we just need those friends that understand why yeah, all like, these Black sitcoms that just got released on Netflix. Like, <laughs> I had to text all my Black friends, like, for the culture! Yeah.
0: My white yeah. friends can like, I just say, Maisha. though, <laughs> let's be real, though. Like, growing up, I didn't have some of them channels, so I didn't I didn't get to watch Moesha you or One on One. UPN. 4, be, um, for I couldn't so like I mean I watched like you know obviously you know sister sister I watched girlfriends I had that channel um yeah. that's what I'm saying like you, cable the cable packages is different so <laughs> some of these are new to me
1: oh look you i've been enjoying going, going back in time but i did on a side note which Moesha is why I, is a I didn't realize she was such a brat but she is a whole brat. Or
2: even no did y'all watch the game i'm
0: looking at episodes can five. i can i can oh i can, God, be, can i say something fun. about the game real fast though I'll t- go ahead let me say something about the game real fast y'all remember <laughs> when the game premiered and it was on like cw or whatever yes yes and it was funny it, right. Yes. It was light and it was funny. Yes. <laughs> but when it got switched over to the BET and it became that soap yeah. opera dramatic trash. Drama. <laughs> trash.
1: Yeah. I, I wasn't couldn't watch it anymore. It. I yeah. wasn't here anymore.
0: It like no, changed the show. Yeah.
1: So I, I like
0: early game. I don't Me like either. a later game. Yeah. yeah. I
1: stopped watching I think like uh half a season through when they made the switch because I was like, what kind of so what happened?
2: And it makes you wonder why that happens. Like when, exactly. that's not the only time that hap- has happened with the show when it switched. Yeah. I don't I don't know why that happens. Yeah.
1: I need mean, to you know. get your shit together for so many reasons. But anyway, okay, y'all. Well, this has been a great conversation. I cannot wait for part two indeed um which, before on- we, which will be on your podcast yeah i am so excited we're excited um, yeah but before we end the episode let me try to plug myself back in there we go before we end the episode we like to have an energy check so Sonica, we will start with you what are you giving energy to this week and what are you denying your energy from and how are you caring for yourself
2: So that is a great question, Chelsea. I am you talked about an Enneagram earlier. I have done um, the Gallup Strengths Finder. Have you have you all? Yes, I did that in, in my master's. Yes. Yeah. So my top strength is learner. So I am in a couple of certifications, working on a few certifications right now. So that is my focus this week. Um, What I am not giving energy to is anxiety. Um, COVID has really heightened that um, with me being at home and dealing with Internet and virtual school. But I I am blessed to have, you know, a circle that I can talk to my stepmom. I'm very close to her and I'm very close to Nisha. We talk multiple times a day so that has really helped me um and I don't remember the other question
1: <laughs> how are you caring for yourself this week
2: <laughs> um how am I caring for myself I'm actually getting my hair rebraided so I have a I have a good twist out today but I have a lot of hair it's really thick so I'm getting look it I just took my braids out and I'm four
1: days ago and wash day just happened. So I
2: understand. (laughs) So that is my self care.
1: Awesome. What about you, Kanisha? What are you giving energy to, denying energy from, and how are you caring for yourself?
2: Oh, you know
3: what? I I think that's, you know, probably one of the best ways to just kind of end a a great conversation. Um, You know, I'm of the philosophy that, um, if it comes, let it come. And if it goes, let it go. You know, I, you know, that's kind of where I, I want to be. And I think that's, <laughs> it sounds great. But there are some things that I've, I've realized in my life uh, this week, last week, that I'm just kind of having a problem letting go of. So I think um, there are some things that I just really need to just move off my plates from out of my space, from out of my heart, from out of my just kind of thoughts. And, um, I think that in itself is a, a part of just self care, right? If you just kind of don't allow certain things to breathe and fester, um, that if it's, if it's going, you should just kind of just usher it on out. Um, what I'm not giving my energy to is, uh, depression, uh, of course, anxiety. Again, COVID has really gotten us into a very dark space. Um, You know, we don't necessarily see the sun as much as we should uh, these days because we can't necessarily go out. That is if you're, if you're really just being responsible about COVID and, um, so, you know, I'm, I'm just not allowing that to kind of breathe. That's one of those things that I just can't allow to come. Um, but also in the area of self-care, and I, I think this is very important. Uh, you know, when I was, you know, I used to live in Atlanta prior to uh, moving to Memphis. And while in Atlanta, I had a great black therapist who I can talk to so that these things wouldn't necessarily creep up. And I think within the black community, we should all be cognizant of our mental health. So I am looking currently for another black therapist out out here in the Memphis, Tennessee area one who I can have like these virtual sessions with. So, um that's that's where my self-care is coming in at currently.
1: Am I on? There we go. Check out therapyforblackgirls.com. They have a provider search. Awesome. Thank you for that tip. Um for me, I am flipping the script a little bit. Um throughout COVID, I've been very um loose with my schedule, I guess you can say. And I am planner girl. Like I have three to four planners. I am crazy about my calendar. Like I used to have down to 15 minute intervals um, uh, scheduled throughout my day um, because I'm so busy. But COVID came in and just shit all over that. So um, (laughs) I've been very much like, I'm not going to worry about Productivity. I'm not going to worry about scheduling, blah, blah, blah. Um, But now I'm to a point where I have some goals that I need to reach by the end of this year. Um, So I am definitely getting back into that this week. So this week I am devoting my energy to productivity, to scheduling, to figuring out what my days and what i need to be doing um not as lofty goals as as usual under normal circumstances but definitely setting those finite chelsea you need to get this shit done um and then denying energy from apathy um my defense mechanism is definitely i just don't care Um, I go from caring too much to just shutting down. So the past week has been tough and I've just been like, I don't care. Like if I'm gone, I'm gone. I know where I'm going next. So whatever. Um, so I recognize that that's not healthy. Um, and I'm denying energy from that, that spirit of apathy. Um, and then caring for myself, I've been thinking about this all weekend. Like, what am I going to be doing? And I have a friend um, who regularly asks me like, how are you caring for yourself? Like, what's your self care look like? And I'm usually like, Oh, you know, I'm doing laundry or I'm reading a book or, you know, just things that need to get done around the house. Um, But that's not really caring for myself. Um, That's another task. So um, this week, I'm caring for myself by giving myself time um, just to sit and be at peace and not have anything to do and not have anything that I need to be working on, um, but truly just sitting in peace and silence. Um,
0: that's it for me. Bree. I'm like almost the opposite and the same as you. I, this week, the last couple of weeks I've been saying you know give myself peace and give myself grace and that's how I'm going to care for myself but this week it's like i have to kick in it a gear i have some goals that i also want to reach and that i need to get done so pro- productivity is where it's at for me this week um so yeah i got some projects that i wanted to want to tackle and get done um i just finished something up for a friend that i need to send to her um a poem that i did for a painting um but Yeah, I need to kick it into high gear. And what I'm denying my energy to is these these comments. I I work in social media, as most of our viewers or listeners know. Um, And so I have to deal. especially in news. I have to manage our comments on our Facebook page. And just the things that people are saying with these shootings of Black men are exhausting. And I'm really, really trying to just step away from that and try to give myself a moment of peace from that. Um, So I've been trying to... Not put it off on of my coworkers, but just kind of letting them know like, hey, can you watch the comments on this certain post? I can't do it today. This is too much for me. Um, so I'm trying to deny my energy to that when it comes to work, how I'm caring for myself. So I just got some orders in <laughs> from because it's COVID time and that's what I've been doing is ordering online. Um, so I got. My hammock in, my outdoor rug is in, my pillow. So I'm going to be organizing a little leisure space out on my little balcony. Yes. Taking my moment of peace, getting my read on, get my book on. So that's how I'm caring for myself this week.
3: Love that it. Love awesome. it. Love it. Amazing.
1: Live that hammock life, girl. Yes. Girl, listen, <laughs> I got the box outside this door. It's going up yeah david hammock has been up and no one has been in it except my nieces so maybe i'll i'll finally sit in that this week if you hear me calling this because i'd have fallen off that thing and broke something
3: (laughs) Uh (laughs) maybe not them
1: out now i'm like nah i'm gonna call her <laughs> <laughs> like right our second time right. <laughs> thank you Kanisha and seranica for joining us today for yes, our listeners please be sure to be on the lookout for their upcoming podcast tea with mimosas we will and be having we'll be yeah, we'll be having part two of this conversation on TMMOSA's coming soon. So be on the lookout. <laughs> Thank you, ladies. Thanks for having me. Thank us. you so much. Absolutely. And what did we say, Chelsea? Well, I'm just going to say, <laughs> you know, it's hard out here. And the tables out here have historically... <laughs> been trash so uh-huh. if there's not room for you at that table we just gonna break the table's legs on your way out burn it burn it with fire and we're gonna make another bigger table elsewhere and invite Hello? everybody to it because that table is trash, trash. period period Bye,
0: y'all. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>